Welcome to the Copy Room Chat, the podcast for educators just like you. Do you want to gain quick tips and tools to use in your classroom? This podcast is brought to you by the Practical Teachers and hosted by me, Renee Hirano and Amy Youngren. We are both educators and moms with 20 years of experience in education. Do you want to thrive, not just survive in your classroom? Then join us for a quick chat in the copy room. Hi, Hi, Renee. How are you? I'm great. Welcome back. Good. Welcome back. Well, yes. Welcome to everybody for our next, um, our next podcast episode today. Renee and I thought we would spend some time talking about um, an area of teaching that oftentimes puts teachers out of their comfort zone as they try to remember the importance of sharing with other adults in their building and even families. Um, the great things that they're doing in their room. So we know that it's easy to get caught up in our day-to-day and busy. There's so much to cover and teachers often forget to share. Um, they forget to invite people into their rooms, virtual or um, their real rooms. And we thought we'd talk a little bit about the importance of making sure administrators and other teachers parents, um, know what you're doing. So Renee, how do you... How do you ensure that you are sharing and celebrating all that's happening in your room every day? Um, I I do it in a a variety of ways. Um, We've talked about in the past how we have kind of those decompression sessions with, you know, the people that we're closest with. And I think that's the first way that the sharing happens of things that are happening in your classroom. And, you know, it probably organically happens with all of us, with this person that's teaching the same grade level as us. You know, even if it's not the same content, it might be, you know, it might be the same students that you're working with. I think that's a really good place to start. I think it's also really important that I invite my principal, AP, and all kind of all stakeholders to see the great things that are happening in my classroom. And I, you know, I talk about it as, of course, we're going to have evaluations and we're going to have pop-ins that are planned and unplanned or, you know, announced or unannounced, all of those things. But why not be preemptive? Why not find those opportunities where awesome things are happening that you're going to invite them and you're going to have wish that they could see it, right? That they could be there. And I think, you know, I'll be honest, for me, I have a, a good relationship with my principal that I can just text him Oh, and because I'm virtual right now, I can text him and say, oh my gosh, you have to come see this or plan ahead. You know, this is also, mm-hmm. we're getting into the second, you know, second season of evaluations and completing end of year and, you know, getting our effectiveness ratings and things like that. And this is the time to be inviting teachers in, not that the beginning of the year is not, but really inviting them in to make sure that we get those boxes checked and we're mm-hmm. getting all of those things done so that our effectiveness rating rate is equivalent to the great things that are happening in all of our classrooms. And so right. I, you know, it's sort of, I want to, you know, put it out there that I know that it, sometimes it can be seen as bragging or competitive, right? Um, 
in an environment where you're, you don't, you're not, you're not trying to outdo anyone. You're just trying to do the best that you can. And I think we do need to come from a place. I think Amy, like you said, as a thing of sharing, right. What someone could use one methodology, one pedagogy, one way of looking at it, one way of delivering a lesson that might work that you might not have thought of. Because sometimes we, like you said, get caught up in the day to day, or you've been teaching the same grade level, or you've been doing it the same way. And so you, the word's not calling it in, but you're just kind of going through it. But yeah. somebody else doesn't have that system you have and could really benefit from that. Or maybe celebrations or those activities aren't there, the strongest suits, right? Those are not the things that, you know, they're that's true. That you're always thinking about, right? Whereas myself as a teacher, I'm that's kind of my outside of the box thinking is kind of where I thrive. And so um, I have an example from this year. My students were watching um, guests, the picture video, and it was where the picture was slowly um, put back into focus. So it was really close up and then the image would come out and then it would come into focus and the kids were guessing them. Right. Right. And so one day I, after we'd done this for a couple of days, I was like, man, it would be really awesome if we like if you, if you all, if the students could make these videos. And so, you know, I, I was like, but I don't know if it's going to work. And actually one of my students was like, I think if we make a video, <laughs> then it will work. And I, I was like, well, let's try it. Right. So I made this seesaw assignment and I demonstrated for the students, like how we would do it. And Amy, it was like, it was like, they like couldn't wait to do it and they wanted to show them off. And so like right there in that moment, I like texted my AP and my principal and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to come to my virtual room. You have to see this because right. the kids wanted to present them. And my AP was able to come. Like I should give them more notice than that, but he was able to come. And these students were so excited about this learning and about this, like, and it was so great. And it was great that someone else could be there because otherwise I would have been alone, like right. so excited right. by myself, right? Right. And it was something um, that you, I mean, you planned for it. It was a planned lesson, but I think the yes. outcome surprised you. And so, you know, we, you, what you're pointing to is just being available and remembering yeah. the importance of yeah. sharing. Um, otherwise, you're right. That would have gone, that moment would have gotten missed by any other adult in your building. And now you can share with other teachers or those administrators may share with other teachers. So I also, I also think probably Renee that day, it really filled your bucket Oh, to have your kids get to do that. And, you know, that helps us get through our year when those opportunities are there. Totally. I think that it, it really gets you, keeps you motivated, right? The students keep you motivated, but we do need other adults. We need other valid forms of validation of the, the work that we're doing. I would say, especially in this year of the pandemic, I don't think, yeah. I just don't think people understand the, you know, the amount of change and the amount of stress that yeah. changing so the complete way that you do your job can put on yeah. a person. And, you, and we still want to get the same results when something's been turned on its head. And so, yeah. um, you know, and that same, 
doing your job is the same for your principal or your superintendent or your coach, right? Their job got right. changed as well. And so we're all trying to navigate that. And, but we need to stay grounded in that fact. But it did fill my bucket. And we need, we need to do that for ourselves. We, we need to provide authentic moments of teaching mm -hmm. that, that your administrator can see. Because as we all know, like your lesson that you prepare for, for your, you know, your formal observation, it's authentic, but it's way more planning than you could ever put into any, any other lessons that that's you right. It's and it's not, that's not bad or good. That's just what it is. Right. We try to make every moment and cap, you know, everything, but we can't do that all the time. But when we take the opportunity and we, um, we invite them to other things, then we, we have created those authentic moments as real. And it is as much for us. And you know what? They are just as appreciative because you know, as a, a prince, you know, a principal and a dean yeah. and an assistant principal, they don't get to see all those moments as well. They're often, they're right. often dealing when someone's having a struggle, when a student's having a struggle, a teacher's having a struggle, someone's struggling. They're not always seeing these magic moments right. that, you, that you've created in your room all the time, which you're not going to do it all the time, but those special, those special moments. Well, and in terms of keeping teachers motivated, you pointed to such an important topic that, you know, part of what keeps us motivated each day and then through the week and months and years is, you know, walking our kids to specials and getting to see another teacher's face and just have some interaction. And that was missing this year for teachers and administrators. So, so isolating um, to not have those organic interactions. So inviting people to be a part of that in your classroom, so important. I think, um, you know, it probably happens with, with parent interactions as well. And I know you've done some, some really great things in the pandemic and before the pandemic and in having parents also see the great things that are going on in your room. Yeah. You know, as I've grown as a teacher, I've been able to really see and learn the value of the partnership of parents. And, you know, one reason, not one, not the only, but one of the reasons I think it's imperative to invite parents into your classroom, what I've learned anyway, is because you want to create moments when they're coming there for not just maybe when you need their help, mm. but when they can see the experiences that their children are having. And I would say that in the past, that was you know, more prevalent so they could get an idea of what's happening at school. I think now teachers, parents have a better idea of what happens every day this year at school, right? But I think, you know, inviting parents to be partners. This year I've had a, I've started a really cool opportunity with parents. Um, and on the last Friday of every month, I have Family Friday and we um, invite parents to come to our virtual meeting and be a part of our meeting with us. And the, the first couple that we did, we did sharing, like, what was your, what's your parents' favorite candy? Cool. And, you know, yeah. just things like that, where we're building this tighter community of people, because again, they hear my voice every single day. Right. Um, and the last one that I just did last was we played a game of Kahoot together. Kahoot is a really fun, like trivia game. Right. And the parents got to help their kids. And it's not actually, it's not just for parents, like, some students bring their brother and some people, some bring their, their aunt or whoever. And if students don't have someone to bring that Friday, then they bring like a stuffed animal. Right. So it's like, 
it's really just a time that, you know, parents can see, you know, the relationships that we're building with students and the fun that we're having. Another thing that I've done that I wish I'd done my whole career is we would make um, gingerbread houses. And um, the la la the year last, no, yeah, last school year, I had 24 students and of the 24 students, uh, 17, a parent was able to make it in and make these gingerbread houses. And I have just the most phenomenal pictures of this awesome community of learners doing something so fun together and them getting to be part of their child's education, them being part of our classroom and feeling connected, right? And that's what we want. And so, you know, even as we're talking about this, Amy, it makes me realize how how much more benefit I'm, I'm getting out of providing these opportunities for people. And I'll be honest, in the beginning of my career, I just, I might not have had all those same skills, or I might've been worried how people would perceive my classroom or, you know, would, you know, would, would it, would it go well? Right. And now I'm like, let's go for broke because no matter what, it's like a learning experience. And that's what education's all about. Right. It's right. Like, those videos, I think my apprehension about not sharing it ahead of time was exactly what you said. Like I planned for it. <laughs> right. I just wasn't sure. Right. Like, so even now I'm still a little trepidatious about it. Right. I should have invited them earlier. I think that's so hard, especially as a new teacher, a first, uh, first year, or even in your first few years, like what if it doesn't go right? Well, we've got to get, we've got to get better at, um, because we all know the learning comes from when it doesn't go well. So just gotta go for broke and I think that's 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 part of right part of yes I think the other thing that you were you, when you invite your administrators and your AP and your principal into those rooms we have to remember that sometimes it's those administrators in the building or even the um higher up administrators and superintendents and board members they can tend to lose touch of what's going on day to day in the building and it's important to make sure we're sharing with them. Not only do they need to know all the great things that are going on, but they also have the ability to share it out in a different way that teachers don't. Um, whether it's um, advocating for a community, whether it's fundraising, you know, whatever it is, they, they, they need to know the authentic experiences that are happening um, that are created by the teachers each and every day. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think we've used that term before. Like they can amplify, right? They can, right? They can, they can take that. They can take that and run with that, and the impact is greater than you know, probably. That's right. The impact um, that you that you shared mm -hmm. is taken to a whole school, a whole district, a whole whatever. Yeah, reaches and, more kids. And that's you know that's really what we've been talking about. It's like how do we how do we authentically share and how do we, um, how do we give ourselves our own pat on the back, right? What we are doing is so great. And, you know, I, this year, this school year, I feel like I've been able to see my growth in terms of online education, like mm -hmm. where I started from the beginning of the year to where I am now, like, you know, in, in years past, I know that I've grown, but there's lots of things that I did that are the same things where this year not I haven't done anything the same that I ever did before everything is new and I you know and I think um and and because we are all living in that sort of 
um, under that kind of pressure, it's important that we are sharing that with people uh -huh. and people understanding. Like it's not, it's it's not just that it's for us; it is for other people. But I do think we do need that validation. We do need someone to recognize the hard work that we're doing in our classroom and what it is taking to do our jobs because this year is a whole a whole new way of education and a whole new way of delivering to students and i think people don't don't know that and pe even people in our building who are in education right. don't know that right. so giving the opportunity you know we also can't expect them just to know i can't expect someone who is you know overseeing a staff of 25 45, 105, I can't expect them no. to know what's going on in my class day to day. That's right. And I appreciate the uh, the confidence they have when they're not in my room every single day, but I also want them to know what's going in my classroom, but I can't expect them to know those days when I'm doing those awesome things or that's something I want to highlight. I have to help them. And, you know, they're not going to be able to come every time and they're not going to make it every time. Um, but I do know from past experience, like they're so thankful for the invitation. They're excited to come on those days and they're excited to see those great things because they, that's what they want. Everybody in the building, when, when you succeed, students succeed. When I succeed, my principal succeeds. Like right. everybody's True. success is compounded, right? Yep. That's what, that's all we're trying to do, right? Is like help somebody else because then we are all successful. Right. Right. So, yeah. And I think you yeah. found, you know, back to your your parents' uh, family Fridays and your parents' celebrations, it's so much easier to um, have parent partnership and parent support when a student is struggling if you've already had those connections um, on other things. I mean, we all know that's true for, for ourselves, but we have to create those mm -hmm. for parents because they're not naturally in our rooms. Um so we need to give them those opportunities so that when we need to partner with them on um, maybe a struggle that, that we're having uh, with a student that we've already have that relationship built. So, yeah. So if you could summarize yeah. Renee, kind of, you know, a practical tip for our listeners in this area, is there a, is there a way that you would, um, a simple way that you would help teachers remember to, so I, I call it um, just tooting your own horn. That's right. I think it's important that we toot, toot, toot. Right, toot our own horn. And I, I think one way that you can remember it is the celebrations that you have in your classroom. I think that's a really safe place to start is inviting them to those celebrations, whether it be um, the end of a project or when students are, um, when you're celebrating the end of a project or when you are kids are students are reporting out on something that they've done or something that they've learned. Right. I think those are really great places to start for you and for students right. um, to adjust to having people in there on these opportunities. I think um, we have to learn how to toot our own horn. We have to be an advocate. I think it also means that it shows students that it's okay that they're proud of the things that they're doing. Mm. And I think it, I think, you know, I'll tell my students, I'll say, I'm going to invite um, the principal to come in and see all the hard work you've put into this. 
and all of the things that you have learned from this. And, you know, I feel like that helps them um, get some some ownership into the learning and into this environment. And it's okay that you are proud of the things that you are doing and that you've planned for. And if it doesn't work as well, I think, Amy, you're totally right that don't be afraid if it doesn't work because that is where the learning can happen. And kids will always, you know, we all know this, but kids will always surprise you right. because they'll come up with reasons and whys, but invite them into celebrations, right. things that you plan, find times for them to come. When you're doing, you know, awesome social studies or reading lessons or kids, our students are having breakthroughs, just find some small times that they can come in for five minutes because I, I, I can guarantee you when you start doing that, toot, toot, yep. you're, it is going to fill your bucket. That's great. It That's is going to keep you bucket. going for the next day. Keep you going for the next day, for the next week. Sometimes they last a long time. And then when you start to lose it again, there don't you forget, go. Toot, that's toot. right. That's such, that's such great advice. Thank you so much for that. Thanks everybody for right. listening today. And um, hopefully that's a practical tip that will help you get through this week. We'll All right. We'll talk to you. Okay, Thanks so bye. much. Bye. Thanks again for joining us here at Copy Room Chat. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and click the button so you don't miss any of the chat. And remember, head over to www.thepracticalteachers.com for more resources and to sign up for our monthly newsletter.